Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 16th day of January. Welcome. It's so good to be here with you back this week and together with you again. We've turned the page in the stories of our own lives. That's why we're here. And we have turned the page in the story of God's Word. And not only did we turn the page, we turned a lot of pages. We went back to the book of Genesis after finishing the book of Job yesterday. So we are reading in Genesis again, picking up at the 12th chapter, and we're going to learn more about this man named Abram, starting with today. We're reading chapters 12 through 15, And this week we will be in the Christian Standard Bible. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's all just take a deep breath together. Inhale. And hold it. And hold it. And hold it. And exhale. Let it out. Doesn't that feel good? We know that we're breathing to stay alive, but then we just forget to really breathe, to let some things go. And it's so good. It's just so good to let it go. So we just let everything go. Just rest your jaw, drop your shoulders, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. Take another deep breath. Let it out. Genesis chapter 12. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your land, your relatives, and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went out, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the site of Shechem, at the oak of Morah. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord, who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. He built an altar to the Lord there, and he called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram journeyed by stages to the Negev. There was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to stay there for a while, because the famine in the land was severe. When he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, Look, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. They will kill me, but let you live. Please say you're my sister. So it will go well for me because of you, and my life will be spared on your account. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. 
Pharaoh's officials saw her and praised her to Pharaoh. So the woman was taken to Pharaoh's household. He treated Abram well because of her, and Abram acquired flocks and herds, male and female donkeys, male and female slaves, and camels. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of Abram's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh sent for Abram and said, What have you done to me? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say, She's my sister, so that I take her as my wife? Now here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave his men orders about him, and they sent him away with his wife and all he had. Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev, he, his wife, and all he had, and Lot with him. Abram was very rich in livestock, silver and gold. He went by stages from the Negev to Bethel to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had formerly been, to the site where he had built the altar. And Abram called on the name of the Lord there. Now Lot, who was traveling with Abram, also had flocks, herds, and tents. But the land was unable to support them as long as they stayed together, for they had so many possessions that they could not stay together. And there was quarreling between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. At that time, the Canaanites and the Perizzites were living in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Please, let's not have quarreling between you and me, or between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, since we are relatives. Isn't the whole land before you? Separate from me. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. Lot looked out and saw that the entire plain of the Jordan as far as Zor was well watered everywhere like the Lord's garden in the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose the entire plain of the Jordan for himself. Then Lot journeyed eastward, and they separated from each other. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, but Lot lived in the cities on the plain and set up his tent near Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were evil, sinning immensely against the Lord. After Lot had separated from him, the Lord said to Abram, Look from the place where you are. Look north and south, east and west, for I will give you and your offspring forever all the land that you see. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust of the earth, then your offspring could be counted. Get up and walk around the land through its length and width, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and went to live near the oaks of Mamre at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. In those days, King Amraphel of Shinar, King Arioch of Elisar, King Kedor Laomor of Elam, and King Tidal of Goim, waged war against King Bera of Sodom, King Bersha of Gomorrah, King Shinab of Adma, and King Shemaber of Zeboim, as well as the king of Bilah, that is, Zor. All of these came as allies to the Sidim Valley, that is, the Dead Sea. They were subject to Kedarlaomor for twelve years, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Kedarlaomor and the kings who were with him came and defeated the Rephium and Ashtoreth, Kerneum, the Zuzim and Ham, the Emim and Shaveh, Kerathium, 
and the Horites in the mountains of Seir as far as El Paran by the wilderness. Then they came back to invade En Mizpeh, that is Kadesh, and they defeated the whole territory of the Amalekites as well as the Amorites who lived in Hazazon Tamar. Then the kings of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Belah, that is Zor, went out and lined up for battle in the Siddim Valley against King Kedarlaomor of Elam, King Tidal of Goim, King Amraphel of Shinar, and King Arioch of Elisar, four kings against five. Now the Siddim Valley contained many asphalt pits, and as the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fell into them. But the rest fled to the mountains. The four kings took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food and went on. They also took Abram's nephew Lot and his possessions, for he was living in Sodom, and they went on. One of the survivors came and told Abram the Hebrew, who lived near the oaks belonging to Mamre the Amorite, the brother of Eshcol and the brother of Aner. They were bound by a treaty with Abram. When Abram heard that his relative had been taken prisoner, he assembled his 318 trained men, born in his household, and they went in pursuit as far as Dan. And he and his servants deployed against them by night, defeated them, and pursued them as far as Hobah to the north of Damascus. He brought back all the goods and also his relative Lot and his goods, as well as the women and other people. After Abram returned from defeating Kedor Laomor and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the Shavah Valley, that is, the king's valley. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest to God Most High. He blessed him and said, Abram is blessed by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has handed over your enemies to you. And Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Then the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people, but take the possessions for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand in an oath to the Lord, God most high, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not take a thread or sandal strap or anything that belongs to you. So you can never say, I made Abram rich. I will take nothing except what the servants have eaten. But as for the share of the men who came with me, Aner, Eshkel, and Mamre, they can take their share. After these events, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be very great. But Abram said, Lord God, what can you give me since I am childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Abram continued, Look, you have given me no offspring, so a slave born in my house will be my heir. Now the word of the Lord came to him, This one will not be your heir. Instead, one who comes from your own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look at the sky and count the stars if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, your offspring will be that numerous. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. He also said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur 
of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, Lord God, how can I know that I will possess it? He said to him, Bring me a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So he brought all these to him, cut them in half, and laid the pieces opposite each other. But he did not cut the birds in half. Birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, a deep sleep came over Abram, and suddenly great terror and darkness descended on him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know this for certain. Your offspring will be resident aliens for 400 years in a land that does not belong to them and will be enslaved and oppressed. However, I will judge the nation they serve and afterward they will go out with many possessions. But you will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation they will return here for the iniquity of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and it was dark, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch appeared and passed between the divided animals. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, I give this land to your offspring, from the brook of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates River, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Cadmonites, Hethites, Perizzites, Rephium, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. This is the story of a man named Abram. And what we witness at the very beginning is an exchange of a covenant between God and Abram where God is going to give Abram some land. And you can ask yourself, well, what's so, what's so great about land? Especially if you're a first-time listener of the Bible. What's so great about land? Well, according to the late Miss Jessie Parker, who was my neighbor several years ago, she said, Jill, if you have land... You have a future. I cannot disagree with the late, great Miss Jessie Parker, but it's so much more significant than just land. This covenant made between God and Abram is going to keep us riveted uh, for the better part of this year. And so today we learn of the covenant. We hear God's intentions for Abram. And then I, I just love this little piece in the story that stuck out to me that God does. In chapter 13, verse 14, after Lot had separated from him, the Lord said to Abram, Look from the place where you are. Look north and south, east and west, for I will give you and your offspring forever all the land that you see i will make your offspring like the dust of the earth so that if anyone could count the dust of the earth then your offspring could be counted and then he gives him a glimpse and he invites him to survey 
the land. Get up and walk around the land through its length and width, for I will give it to you. I love that he extends the invitation for him to go and see what is going to be given to him. But that's the most interesting thing to me. He has not been given the land yet, and he is going to have to fight and contend and fight some more and contend for the land. But he still invites him to go and see it. Abram has no clue what he's about to embark on, what he's about to endure. And he's more than likely looking at a very vast land. And the Lord tells him that his offspring will be like the dust of the earth. It is hard to fathom that many somethings when there's nothing, no thing, right? And so here we are today, just sort of peeling that curtain back with Abram and trying to look out across complete vastness, desolation, as far as what currently is and the possibility and the hope of what will be. Because as we know, Abram and his wife are childless. And we also should note today that we have witnessed just an incredible covenant that has taken place between God and Abram. We will hear this continually throughout the Old Testament. And so it's sort of a monumental day as far as scripture is concerned. And it's additionally monumental because so much of the story builds from this place right here. So we pause here for today and sort of mentally mark this place where we're at of getting a glimpse into the future of what will be. So Father, thanks for being here with us today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises that you do not go back on. And I pray that we would be a people of our word, that we would not go back on our word, that we would let our yes be yes and our no be no and not be duplicitous. We thank you for this day, for all that we have, all that you've given to us, all that you've withheld because you know better. And we give you the rest of this week. Speak to our hearts, to our minds, to our souls and to our spirits and say and do what it is that you long to say and do in us, among us, through us. And we will thank you for the changes that you make in us. And we pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. Check it out if you have not. Take a look around. Download the app if you would like to partner with us. We thank you so much for your partnership. We could not do this without you. And we are grateful for the collaboration. If you're giving by mail, DAB, P.O. Box 1996, 
Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. Or you can hit that give icon up at the top right hand corner on your mobile device or look for the give icon at the top of the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, you can do so several different ways. 800-583-2164 or hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner of your mobile app. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn that wheel a little bit over to chronological and it will get to the right place. That's going to do it for me today. I'm Jill. So good to be here with you this week. It's my joy, my true honor, and my pleasure to be reading the Word of God for us. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Hi, this is One Penny Say from Southwest Missouri, and I am in the midst right now of listening to January 10th. D-A-B-C and China ended with how we call each other's names out, how this community has become so close and such a miracle that we recognize each other's names and we love each other and I listened to D-A-B and D-A-B-C and the voices and I could name out so many but I'm scared I'll leave out some of the most important ones but Victoria Soldier and Blind Tony and Oh my goodness, there's just so many, and I just love listening to you. And just now, Ashley called in and spoke a word of encouragement and blessing over Debbie, and it was the most beautiful thing to listen to. This is what our community is about, brothers and sisters. We are the church. It is such a miracle what has happened and how our community has grown and how much we love each other. And it's just miracle after miracle. I love you guys so much. Happy New Year. Bye. Hello, my wonderful DABC family. This is Chicago Peg calling in for a few of our dabbers. And the first one, please forgive me, I wasn't exactly sure of your name. I thought you said Saul of Joy. Uh, from Alexandria, Virginia, and you were a first-time caller. Um, But God knows whom you are, and you're asking for healing for your mother, and praying along with you, and want to call in now, praying with you and for you, in the healing name of Jesus. We lift up your mother, and we pray for that her pain would be alleviated. She has swelling in her legs, and blood clots and from when you called the doctors are still trying to figure out about the blood clots and all of this so we're lifting up for healing for your mother and certainly we're praying for godly wisdom for the doctors and everyone connected to your mother's care we pray in Jesus name and I also want to um Thank Ashley in Texas, and I know I called in for Debbie, and like dozens, I'm just, oh, in, literally in tears for like three days in a row, all the dad was calling in for Debbie, and for her baby, and 
Oh, Debbie, you know who you are, and we know who you are, and please call again. Um, I know you had talked about, um, well, I think my time is almost up, but Debbie, we are praying for you and your baby and um, all the things that have been lifted up for you. So we pray these things and always giving God the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Chicago Peg signing off. I love you. Hi, it's Pam, his ransom soul in New Jersey, calling in again for Debbie, whose call aired on the January 4th podcast. Debbie, I'm continuing to pray for you and the precious life you're carrying. I'm hoping you've been listening every day and are hearing the outpouring of love and prayers and hope coming in for you from so many people here in the DABC family. We love you and care about you, and you matter to us. But even more so, our Father God loves and cares about you because you matter to Him. Ashley from Texas, I just finished listening to the January 10th podcast, and oh, my dear, of course I remember you and your story and all the prayer calls that came flooding in here for you and your precious baby. Thank you so much for calling in to pray for Debbie and what a gift you are for sharing your story and for pouring out on Debbie the love and hope and peace and strength you received here from us and from God himself. Ashley, I love you. Debbie, I love you. Don't give up, darling. There is hope and hope has a name and that name is Jesus. Hi everyone, it's Christy in Kentucky. Oh family, so many losses. I'm asking for prayer today for the Bauer family in Orlando, Florida. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Bowers have run the Super Channel 55 for as long as I can remember. And Miss, Mrs. Bowers passed after a surger, surgical procedure a few days ago. So please keep um, her husband and her daughter and the rest of the family in your prayers. Also, I just heard that uh, Diamond from Diamond and Silk, um, they have a podcast, but Diamond passed away and they're not saying exactly what happened, but she was only 51. And then we are also praying for you, Yolanda, at the loss of your niece. Let me, let me pray for you now. Father, in your precious name, we love you and we praise you, Jesus. Father, we are asking you to be with Yolanda and her family, Lord. Yolanda just lost her mom seven years, I'm sorry, seven months ago. And Father, she just now lost her niece. Lord, the grief is running so deep through so many. And I'm just asking that you touch, Father, comfort in the way only you can do. I wanted also to pray for Valerie, who prayed for Debbie, who suffers the same um, issues that Debbie's having, and also Rachel, who says she has agoraphobia as well. Um, I believe her name is Tamiki, and Charlotte needs a kidney transplant, Father. Just asking that you would touch and heal these, your daughters. And Father, we pray for Tulatin in South Africa for favor that he gets in the right university. Lord, we love you and you praise you. In your precious name we pray, amen. I love you all. I pray each of you are having a blessed and lovely day.